0: All right, two scriptures. That's all you're going to get this morning. Aren't you proud of me? All right, get your Bibles and turn to Psalm 37 and verse 24. Psalm 37, verse 24. And then I want you to go to Proverbs 24, verse 16. Two scriptures this morning. Psalm 37, verse 24. And church tonight is at 6 o'clock. Is that right? Okay, you make sure you're here tonight. Don't you stay home. I got your address. If you stay home, I'm coming to your house tonight. So you better make sure you're here. Psalm 37, verse 24. Just find that if you would. And then go to Proverbs 24 and verse 16. Two scriptures this morning Psalm 37, verse 24, and then Proverbs 24 and verse 16. There was a lawyer, a doctor, and a preacher who all went deer hunting. They shot at a deer. Deer dropped dead. The attorney said, uh, Well, I, I, I think I killed it because I'm the best shot. Doctor said, Well, I'll take a look at it, I'll let you know, I'll do an autopsy. Did an autopsy on the deer. And he said, Well, fellas, the preacher killed it. They said, How do you know? Because it went in one ear and out the other. And so I'm hoping that doesn't hope it gets caught somewhere right in here this morning. Psalm 37, verse 24, and Proverbs 24, verse 16. Let's stand and stretch just for a moment here, please. Psalm 37, verse 24 says this: Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. I love this. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Now, a companion verse, Proverbs 24, verse 16. For a just man falleth seven times. It's amazing, isn't it? And riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. I want to preach to you about this subject. Have you ever seen that commercial? I have fallen, I can't get up. You, or maybe you've been there. Uh, I've fallen, I can't get up. Well, I'm going to preach this morning on the subject, I have fallen and I can get back up. So I hope that you'll listen carefully. Will not be long, I have 65 points, 35 subpoints, three jokes and two tear-jerking illustrations. So we'll, no I don't, I lied. Uh, the, I have fallen and I can get back up. Father, help me now to help. I pray the folks will listen carefully, that You'll give us this great Bible truth today, and we'll just absorb it and make it a part of our, our life. God talked to us this morning. Thank You for 2021, the good and the bad. Thank You for all of it, because You've used it in our lives. Now help me to help this morning Your people, please. In Jesus' name I ask it, amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> I have fallen, and I can get back up. Now, by way of introduction, therefore... Things that I want to note to start with. Number one, people, some people fall because of what they do. When you look back at your life, you'll see some things that you did that you chose to do it, and it, it caused a fall. Uh, you got nobody to blame but yourself. You made that decision. You made that choice, but that's a part of life. Uh, you, you ever done something, get that sick feeling in your stomach after you did it? And you said, well, I shouldn't have bought that car. Uh, I, I shouldn't have done that. That's the Holy Spirit saying, uh-oh, you messed up, boy. Now, it, we all have. Nobody's perfect. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So we all have fallen. Maybe in 2021, something's happened in your life. But I'm just saying some falls, that you, you, you know, what, what you did yourself. Nobody made you do it. Number two, by way of introduction, number two, some fall because of what others do. Some fall because of what others do. I've had 10,000 church members. I had some dear young uh, wives whose husbands ran off and left them alone. And they had to rear those children by themselves. And it was tough. It was hard. But they didn't ask for it. They didn't ask for that at all. Sometimes a company goes out of business. You didn't ask for that. Sometimes you lose your job or get laid off. You didn't ask for that. So some falls in life are for, caused by, from what we do. Some are because of what others do. Number three, some falls are seen. Some falls are seen. You let a uh, national leader fall into sin, everybody will know it by midnight. That's just with the Internet and and all the rest of it. Get off that Internet. If you're going to use it for useful purpose. I put my schedule on there. I put books on there and everything. But if you don't like something I say and you text me or write me and say, I don't like what you said, I'm not answering you. I'm I'm not going to, why should I answer you? If I'm right, I'm right. And you know, it's a curse us men have. You understand that, don't you? We can't help it because we're right all the time. But uh, okay, don't laugh. Uh, Number one, some people fall because of what they do. You've done some things in your life, nobody to blame but yourself. Number two, some fall because of what others do. You're caught up in it. You weren't a part of it. I said number three, some falls are seen. Now number four, my last point, most falls are unseen. Most falls in life are unseen. Uh, somebody may, somebody prominent in the church may, local church may fall. And everybody is talking about oh, this, that, and the other. But some, everybody here, the Bible says, for all have sinned. That means all of us have fallen this week, but nobody knows about it. It's not going to make a newspaper. It's not going to make a, a scandal sheet. Uh, we well, all of sin. All of us have fallen. Now, why should we pick up stones and throw at those who are seen? Somehow we think they're worse than we are. But the Bible says, "For all have sinned, come short of the glory of God." So we're all a bunch of sinners. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for salvation of the soul. My mom was talking about Christmas, dying on Christmas. My mama died on Christmas Day, 2010, at age 98. What a Christmas present that was for her. And thank God for salvation. I said, number one, some fall because of what they do. You look And you're like, don't get mad at everybody else. You chose it. You did it. Now you bear it. But number two, some fall because of what others do. You are trapped it. You are caught up in it. It wasn't something you did. Something somebody else did. Number three, some falls are seen. Some falls are seen. But the last point is, most falls are unseen. Everybody here has fallen this week. I have a temper. I have got a horrible temper, and I'm telling you, I, I, I have to watch it all the time. Uh, I was taking my wife to the hospital one day on Highway 271, and a woman cut me off. Cut me off. And I went up, 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 up like, I pulled that carpet, I floorboarded that thing, buddy. I got up next to her and rolled that power window down. I'm fixing to give her a piece of my mind. And my wife says to me, honey, don't do that. They may be church members. <laughs> I hate a spiritual woman. Then she really hurt me because she said, and they think we're Christians. Uh, uh, (laughs) I know you don't do that. You people in Florida are mild-mannered, and you don't have tempers. You don't ever get upset about nothing. But I'm just telling you, we, we have sometimes we do things and nobody else knows about it, but God knows about it. We did it, and we own it. But we should have no business picking up rocks and throwing it at other people who are known who fall. We ought to pray for our leaders when they fall. We ought to pray for them before they fall. But after they fall, we shouldn't throw stones at them because you've done the same thing, just nobody knows about it. All right, here's the sermon. Here's the sermon. Uh, The just man falls. The first thought I get from these scriptures is this. The just man does fall. Just because a man falls doesn't mean he's lost. Doesn't mean he's unsaved. The part of you that got saved was your soul, not your body. That's the part that got saved, and that body's going back in the ground, and that soul's going to be with the Lord because of salvation. Now, I say to you, the just man does fall. The Bible says clearly here, the just man does fall. Well, I don't think that guy saved after what he did. You're talking about David? Adultery? Is that what you're talking about? You're talking about murder? Maybe Moses? Is that what you're talking about? I'm going to tell you something. You need to be careful. Because just because they fall doesn't mean they're not saved. So, oh, the guy fell. He said, he must be lost as a goose in a hailstorm, headed straight to hell. Oh, no, 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 no. Just men do fall. Number two, the just man falls, according to our scripture here, many times. God chose the number seven. If you know about numerology, I, I, it, it, it may mean perfection. It may mean completeness. It may, it may mean that. I don't know. But I know seven's more than six. This is deep stuff this morning now. And 6 is more than 5, and 5 is more than 4, and 4 is more than 3, and 3 is more than 2. Do I have to keep going? Uh, Now, I said, number one, the just man does fall. Don't condemn somebody to hell because they fall in in sin. You you did too, but nobody knows about it. And because you know about it, it doesn't mean they're unsaved. Uh, And those of you walking around and Satan's uh, constantly bringing up things you've done in the past, tell them go back to hell leave you alone. You're God's child. You belong to God. Your sins are covered by the blood of Christ. And he's trying to distract you. Don't let him do it. And he's trying to distract you about others, too. I said, number one, the just man does fall, according to the Bible. Number two, he falls many times. God chose the number seven. Number three, the just man gets back up, according to the Scripture. A just man falls. What does he do? He gets back up. He gets back up. It's seven times. Well, if he fell once, he's got to get back up before we can get to the seven. Would you agree with that? All right. He falls a second time. We've got to get him back up before he can get to the seven. Am I right? Okay. That's what the Bible says. So I say to you that the just man gets back up. Why? He, he's saved. He's born again. You, you, I'm not going back to church anymore. Well, the Holy Spirit's going to work on you. And after a while, you're going to say, well, my life's a mess. i got to get back to church i got to get back to read my Bible. i got to get back to tithes and offerings. I've got to get back to soul winning. I've got to get back to it. Why? Because you're saved. You're born again. You've got to get back up. You've got to get back in the battle again. All right? Here's what we learn from these scriptures. Number one, the just man does fall. Don't say, well, that guy must be lost, unsaved, because he fell. Now, wait a minute. The Bible says differently. The just man does fall. Number two, the just man falls many times. God chose the number seven. Number three, the just man gets back up. Number and the reason he gets back up is because the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit. What, do you not that your body's the temple of the Holy Ghost? The Holy Spirit lives in you, and he's going to be Pricking at you and pushing at you to get back up again. And then Galatians 6, 1 and 2 says, You which are spiritual, restore such one. So now we got a Sunday school teacher pestering you. you got the Holy Spirit pestering you. you got a pastor calling on you. And uh, what what are we trying to do? Trying to get you back up on your feet again. You're not the only one that's ever made a mistake. You're not the only one that's ever sinned. You're not the only one that's ever fallen. You're not the only one that uh, the devil lied to you and you fell for his lie. Get back up again. According to Scripture, the just man gets back up. He falls once, gets back up. And then the rascal turns around falls a second time and gets back up. Then he falls a third time and gets back up. Have you seen church members like that? Have you been like that? In and out, up and down. Well, uh, welcome to the battle. Welcome to the—you're in the army now, my friend— the Lord's army. So number one, the just man does fall. Yes, he does. Don't That guy's unsaved because he fell. Now, according to the Bible, that's not true. Number two, the just man falls many times. Number three, the just man gets back up. Number four, the just man develops a habit of getting back up. He gets back up once, gets back up a second time, gets back up a third time. You know, we use that scripture, when they're old, they'll not depart from it with our children. But the Bible doesn't say what old is. It may be just before they croak and meet the Lord. The Bible doesn't say. But I know this. You, you do what's right. Something the Holy Spirit lives in you, and you do right, it's going to bother you when you do wrong. Because the Holy Spirit's going to bother you. He lives in you. He's going to bother you. Either that or the Bible uses the word bastard. You're illegitimate. If God's not picking on you, picking on you, you better go back to Calvary and check it out. Now, number one, just man falls. Number two, the just man falls many times. Number three, the just man gets back up. You know, when somebody finally comes back to church, you know how much, how much it took for them to uh, swallow their pride and get back up and go back to church again? And then when that guy walks back in, don't look at him and say, well, look what the cat drug in. Well, we ought to give that guy a visitor's card. Why? That, that's crazy. Thank God they've come back. Thank God they've come back. Uh, If you had a child that got wayward and came back, you'd you'd rejoice. Others may not, but you would because it's your child. Well, these are brothers and sisters in Christ we're talking about. I said, number one, the just man does fall. Number two, the just man falls many times. Number three, the just man gets back up again. The just man develops a habit of getting up. Number five, the just man is perfected by both. He's perfected by the fall and getting back up again. He's a lot smarter this time than he was the first time. You, devil, you may trick me with that one time, but you don't get me second time with that one. You may get me with something else, but you don't get me with that. So the just man is perfected by... You know, the Bible says, for example, that uh, you young men ought to learn from the aged men. You young girls ought to learn from the old women. No, the aged women. You ought to learn from them. You should. Uh, uh, you, you know, you, you young girls... You've got a beauty about you. It's a natural beauty that God has given you. And why in the world you want to paint it up, I'll never understand. Don't cover it. Now, you old people, cover it up. Paint it, paint it up. <laughs> uh, so now, the just man is perfected by both falling and getting back up again. And you ought to be wiser today than you were last year. You ought to be wiser this coming year than you were last year. Now, something else may get you. But you ought to have enough sense to say that's not going to get me again right there. I said, number one, the just man falls. Don't say they're unsaved if they fall. No, the just man does fall. Number two, the just man falls many times, many times. I've sat in my pastor's office, and somebody come back to God, and they come in, and I help them put the pieces back together, and they do fine for about six months, and then they fall again, and so on. Do I say to the secretary, I don't want to see him? I don't want to see him at all. No, that's not what God says. God's glad to take you back. And we ought to be glad to also. said number one. You, by the way, you, you know, when the Bible says there's a rejoicing in heaven over, over one, in the presence of the angels, over one sinner that repents. You know, Luke 15, 7 and 15, 10. Do you realize it? We use that for salvation, but it doesn't say that. It could be. But it could also be for somebody who comes back. Somebody who repents and gets right with God. There's rejoicing in the presence of the angels over the, of the sons and daughters that come back. I said, number one, the just man does fall. I said, number two, the just man falls many times. Number three, the just man gets back up. I said, number four, the just man develops a habit of getting back up, get back up, get back up, get back up, because of the Holy Ghost of God living in him and Christians around him that show concern. I said, number five, the just man is perfected by both falling and getting up. Number six, the just man does not blame others. Well, I'll tell you, my daddy, my daddy didn't take me fishing. That's the reason I'm not living for God. Oh, you crazy little thing, you. Fishing. I hate fishing. I hate fishing. I hate it. My wife loves it. She got that broad brim thing out there and she go out there and sit by the hour or used to be able to and, and fish. I hate fishing. I hate it. Uh, my son Bob, pastor of the church, I pastor for thirty years. He uh he became pastor, he bought a boat, named it Visitation. So when they call the office they say, Where's the pastor? They said he's out on visitation. That's almost a lie, isn't it? But anyway, uh <laughs> fishing. I, I read in the Bible where, where Peter fished all night, caught nothing, and ended up cussing. So I don't okay, moving along. Uh, you'll catch that about Friday. Uh, number one, the just man does fall. Number two, the just man falls many times. Number three, the just man gets back up. Number four, the just man develops a habit of getting back. I've got to get back up. I've got to get back in to the battle. Number five, the just man's perfected by both falling and he learns something from the fall and the rise. And the just man doesn't blame others. Now I say, this is the last point. Aren't you proud of me? Brother Roloff said to me one time, Brother Gray, you know what the people need? I said, what's that, Brother Roloff? Porcupine preaching. I said, what's porcupine preaching? He said, that's where the people get the point. That's what he said. It's like that fat woman going to eat that barbed wire fence. A few more points and we'll be through. But, uh, well, that was terrible. I, I take that one back. I didn't say it. All right, number seven, the just man is up on his feet. Preacher, I've lost my job. Preacher, I've got cancer. Preacher, I've got all kinds of problems. And you've got the nerve to stand up and tell me the just man is up on his feet? Well, according to the scripture, there has to be, a, in order to be a seventh rise, there's got to be a sixth fall. But that scripture ends with him standing on his feet. Well, what does that mean? One of these days, there's going to be a trumpet sound. There's going to be a shout. There's going to be a resurrection. There's going to be a rapture. And I promise you, when it is all over, my friend, we will end up on our feet. If you're saved. Doesn't say that about the wicked man. But says about the saved man. I have a grandson Who's 30-some years of age, and has a mind of a child, and uh, he he he's such a blessing. God bless him. He smiles all the time. He thinks all you people are abnormal. He thinks he's the only normal one in the world. And, uh, uh, amazing. It's absolutely he's absolutely amazing. I went soul winning when he when he could get out. Not now, but uh, soul winning. We were lead a bunch. had a bunch of children there. We were giving them the gospel. My grandson. He's pigeon toed like this. His arms are longer than they should be his face. They had to take the frontal lobe off to reshape it to put it on so it had a semblance of looking normal. has boils all over him because of the medication he has to take. And uh, But he, we, we were soul winning together. And uh, we were talking to some children about the Lord. And some teenagers came around the corner of the building and they looked at my grandson. And, and one of them said, Look at the freak. I'm a grandfather. I hurt easily when it comes to my family. But when I heard that, buddy, i am telling you, my blood boiled. And I wanted to go over there and put, yeah, I wanted to. Uh, And then I looked at my grandson, and he was totally oblivious to what was said. And I thought, my goodness, does this happen when he goes out to the mall or with his mom and dad? Does this happen to him a lot? And so I went back to, we led the kids to Christ. And I walked to the car. He walked, and he got in the front seat, and I sat down. I buckled up, and I lost it. I lost it. I started bawling. And I laid my head on the steering wheel. It was just, it was just more than I could take. I, I just I didn't think anybody could be that mean. And I started crying. My grandson reached over and patted me on the shoulder, and he said, It okay, Paul. It Okay. I wished I was that spiritual. It okay, Paul. You and I are having it tough. But listen carefully. It okay, Father. It okay. And you and I, if you're saved this morning, are going to be walking on streets of gold. A glorified body. My wife won't have to worry about the, the pain. She won't have to worry about it. My grandson will be normal. And everything you're fighting with right now in your life, this caused a lot of pain. It'll be over. Yes, my friend, you will land up on your feet. Let's stand our heads about.